of the Panhandle News Network. The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go! Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. Visit their new location at 224 West King Street, Martinsburg, and online at suttonandjanelle.com. Here are your hosts of the 2022 WVBA Talk Show of the Year, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. It is finally Friday the 30th. You're tuned in to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs. Family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. Marsha, good morning. Good morning, Jordan. How are you doing? Doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm Ready getting a lot weekend? done. I actually in in the space of like an hour took down like an entire one of those large Dunkin' Donuts coffee. So oh, I thought you were gonna my... say work some work related. Not that it you is work related. Like I I, I feel like I was describing it like I was taking down a deer or a buffalo <laughs> or something, but like I was stalking this, this deer is, through the through the woods. This is my relationship with coffee, actually. So my well, yesterday was National Coffee Day. Well, I celebrate it every day. Yes, same, same. Uh, more than once every single day. More than once every single day. But, Marsha, it's the weekend. Well, not quite the weekend, but we got a lot of weekend things happening and some things that aren't happening because of this dang <laughs> hurricane that's coming through. Uh, but Apple Butterfest, that's still right around the corner. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, thankfully, I think they planned it well that it's not happening during this washout weekend. But joining us via phone to tell us about Apple Butter Festival, which is coming to Berkeley Springs Columbus Day weekend, is Jules Roan. Welcome in. Thank you so much. Thanks for being on. So you're a spokesperson for the festival. And, uh, you know, it, it goes, uh, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't say that, of course, we all miss Jeannie Mosier, uh, who was uh, a huge part of Apple Butter and everything in Berkeley Springs for so many years. Um, how are they honoring, how are you guys honoring her this year? Oh, well, yeah, she will always be missed. Absolutely. Um Berkeley Springs would not be the town that it is without her guiding hand. Um, so let's see. She's definitely honored in the memory book this year. And we also have beautiful T-shirts coming in with a new logo this year. And we haven't unveiled it yet, so stay tuned. Okay. But there's a way of honoring her there, too. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I'm sorry I like, hit you with that right out, <laughs> out of the gate, but whenever I was uh, putting your title on as a spokesperson, it just you know reminded me of all the years that, that of course, Jeannie was calling in as well. Um, but hopefully, in honor of her, too, we're going to have a standout weekend with beautiful fall weather in Berkeley Springs. So uh, give us the, the rundown. What all is going to be happening in Berkeley Springs for Apple Butter Festival weekend? Well, as you said, I think she's up there taking care of things, you know, making sure it's going to be a gorgeous weekend for us next weekend. Right. So she gave us all the the rain this weekend, right? Yes, exactly. (laughs) We can rain as much as it wants this weekend. (laughs) Absolutely. So um, tell us what's going on, what the schedule is, especially if we've got new listeners to the area who don't know about apple butter or you got somebody like me that has you know just really finding out for the, about the apple butter festival for the first time this year because the last couple of years you haven't re- really been able to do it 
I know. It was so hard not being able to have it. So we're really glad to be bringing it back. Okay, so the Apple Butter Festival is the most fun you'll ever have in a small town. Promise. Um, so we, we start off on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. with a parade right down the center of town. That's so much fun. Floats and marching bands and everything you could wish for in a, in a hometown parade. Um, and after that, it kicks off two days of just pure fun. So we have bands in the gazebo. Um, we have contests. We have a beard and mustache contest. We have an egg toss contest. We have <laughs> hog calling. Um, and if you haven't seen a hog calling contest, it's something not to be missed, let me tell you. I'm going to have to get Marsha to try and do one of those. Can we get Marsha signed up for that? You know, what if, I, what if I'm sandbagging you? Right? Okay. Just give, <laughs> yeah. me, give me a little time to practice. I might take you down. <laughs> you have a whole week. Not a problem. <laughs> so we also have, of course, vendors. We have amazing food vendors, you know, that I, I think that I gain pounds just walking through the food court sometimes because <laughs> it smells so it good. It does smell so good. That's amazing. Yeah, but it's worth it. It's yes. worth it. You know, you got to treat yourself. Hey, I have to ask um, you, I have to ask yeah. you too, speaking of food, I know one year that we went there, there was a large area segmented out with different West Virginia and regional wineries, and there was like a wine test, uh, wine tasting going on. Is that? Oh, yes. So that's coming back as well. Yes, we, we have um, wine vendors in an area, and it's actually right next to our craft beer garden. So we have, oh, goodness. Uh, there are four or five different distributors bringing beers, including local beers, including craft beers. And you, you can buy a little uh, tasting glass and tickets and take it and taste different beers. Um, and, and that's in our beer garden that also has a stage with live music. And uh, new this year, axe throwing. Oh, axe throwing. So I'm a little, I'm a little on edge about these axe throwing. Especially, things. is it near the beer garden? Is are these yeah. related separates? <laughs> it's in the beer garden. Actually. Oh. <laughs> well, we're talking about the 47th day. It's very safe and all, all as well. You know. Well, we're talking about the 47th Apple Butter Festival going on in Berkeley Springs, West Virginia, October 8th and 9th. Uh, it's going to be hopefully uh, a nice dry day, a nice beautiful day for apple butter. Um, so how can people go or where can people go to find out more about apple butter, maybe if they uh, are trying to plan their weekend around it? Absolutely. Well, there are a couple places. The easiest place to go and find out all the details is on Facebook, Apple Butter Festival WV. Perfect. Apple Butter Festival WV, and then there's an event there for the 47th annual Apple Butter Festival, and we're highlighting vendors because we also have over a hundred art craft vendors from all over the area and from you know all points um, with pottery and glass and knitting and just everything you can imagine. It is a great craft fair if you like fine art crafts. Or if you like yes. just kind of the homemade, um, you know, mom down the street is is making them. There, there are all kinds of things to see and do craft fair-wise. But yes. also, um, a lot of the, the houses along the streets uh, in and out of town have little yard sales as well. Yes, that's so Yeah, there's, there's so much to see. There's so much to look at. Um, you know, and the contests are fun. We have uh, Stephen Weiss. Oh, goodness, I might be pronouncing that wrong. No, you got no, it, you right? got it. Yep, you got it. <laughs> um, 
And he, he is a Food Network and Netflix star. He was on, is it Cake? Right. And yep. I think Halloween Wars. And so he's, he's judging our baking contest this year. Ooh. Wow, level up. Yeah, so, so, you know, if you want to enter the baking contest, he's the one who's going to judge it, which is pretty cool. Um, and I also want to talk about um, our our grand marshals this year for the parade. Who you got? Um, so we have a local cheerleading team, Empire Cheer. Well, they actually have five teams. And they're the national champions. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, so we're parade. looking at the picture here on your uh, Facebook page of them. And, and, I mean, their story is really amazing, and what they've done is so cool. So we're really proud of them, and we're really proud of them being the Grand Marshals, and we're looking forward to seeing them, you know, perform. Well, uh, I think we're looking forward, too, because uh, I might have to get Marsh out there on Sunday. we got a football game Saturday. Maybe we can get out there uh, on Sunday Do and check we? it out. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jules, thank you, for jo- well, thank you for joining us this morning on Panhandle Live. Talk about the Apple Butter Festival, which is coming up uh, the October 8th and 9th, that weekend, that's Saturday and Sunday. So thanks again, Jules. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on. Hope to see you at the festival. Absolutely. And that was Jules Roan, spokesperson for the Apple Butter Festival. Are you doing anything next Sunday? you going to be out of town? Uh, well, it's, it's a pretty busy weekend. Yeah. It's a three day weekend. I'm not sure. Not hundred percent sure. Just I say, love, you can just tell me now. When you don't, don't want to go to apple butter you know, with when, me. You can just tell me now. It's when fine. I am in town, I do enjoy going to apple butter. Just I not do. with me. <laughs> so why, are you not make, with me. why are you making this about I get you? it. I get it. <laughs> I'm just trying to go experience the panhandle <laughs> with, uh, with, you know, the local celebrity, Marsh Cavalli. All right. Well, let's, let's put the, let's it. put the call out. Are there any, uh, eligible young ladies in Berkeley Springs that would mind escorting Young Jordan Icewarner around for his first apple butter experience. Well, you can text there. us 304 4321 We're gonna hook you up. <laughs> maybe not, maybe not text about me specifically, but if you're heading to the Apple Butter Festival, you can always text us 304-263-4321. I've never been. I don't think I've ever even had apple butter before. Right. Uh, that's that's what yeah. you said. They'll be that you could stir. But it's it like there. it's like a thicker applesauce, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, with a little like more cinnamon and stuff. Hmm. It's good. It's it's like a hearty, you know. Now, I've been trying to find. Um, I know Kikapin State. I think it's Kikapin State Park. Uh, they're shutting their trails down for yeah, the year. Yeah, so not for the year. Uh, for so, the season or hunting. Hunting. Season? So okay. there, there's a controlled hunt going on, and you can. I believe it's up at PanhandleNewsNetwork.com. There are three days, uh, twice in the next two months that are happening where they're having controlled hunting and it's on a monday through wednesday so it's not on the weekend where people are out kind of enjoying mm-hmm. the trails but um but yeah the, uh if you go on kakapen uh state park i think they've got a post about that too yeah. just so folks can plan because obviously they don't want a lot of tourists out walking their dogs in the woods uh when people are out there with permission to go shoot deer right yeah right or just anyone out there uh right. you know moving around running around walk around making noises and mm-hmm. uh yeah it's the last thing you want last thing you want but right. i appreciate jules joining us on uh panhandle live today talk about that apple butter festival which of course is coming up saturday and sunday of october 8th and 9th all day long and uh this one's probably gonna be a pretty big one because mm-hmm. of you know covid kind of putting right. a damper on things for people a couple have years. missed it and if you if you do go it's just it's very enchanting also um, speaking of enchanting, we, we're going to have Jules on again soon. She, her store, Jules Enchanting Gifts, is celebrating its 25th anniversary uh, the following weekend, October 15th, with a party, giveaways, treats, and more. So uh, we'll have her back on to talk about that. 
But um, obviously, folks in the Panhandle getting pretty excited about a lot of the fall festivals happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, Apple Butter, one of the the preeminent ones. Of course, we're having Apple Harvest Festival here in Martinsburg coming up next month as well. Um, not much this weekend, though, unless it's indoors. Right. Yeah. And, I'm so happy that we are going to be in a nice press box for uh, the game tomorrow. They, they wouldn't cancel it because of rain, right? You know, like I don't buckets. think they would, but Frostburg played yesterday. Um, they played UNC Pembroke down in North oh, Carolina, wow. and they had to move their game up to 5 o'clock yesterday. It was going to be 7? Well, it was going to be Saturday. Oh. And it was going to be right in the middle of the what is, again, a hurricane coming through. So they had to move their game up uh, really quick. And, man, what an awful trip that would have been to make a little earlier to go all the way down there. So, you know, my, my daughter graduated from UCF, mm-hmm. and um, so I'm still on the parent page and, and all of that. And some of the pictures coming from some of the off-campus apartment, you know, because they cancel classes mm-hmm. for several days. But the off-campus apartments, you know, kids can just stay there and they didn't think the track of the storm was going to send it directly through Orlando necessarily. There were kids' cars, pictures of their cars, where um, the water was up to the door handle. And uh, the kids in one particular area, the um, Ikanalakachi River, I think it was, um, uh, one of the creeks or rivers mm-hmm. down there had overflowed. And the parking lot, the first levels of the buildings were, so the kids had to evacuate. They had moved their game. They were supposed to have a game on a Friday or Saturday, and they moved it to Sunday. It was supposed to be parent weekend. So mm. the parents are like, are they going to be doing parent? Nope. It's all <laughs> yeah. canceled. Yeah. So, but uh. the game I think is going to be played, but right now parents are still like trying to get their kids home for the weekend, get them to safety. Some of the family members of kids who live in Florida have suffered devastating loss mm-hmm. of property too. Um, so it's just, man, what, a, what an Scary awful. stuff. So if we're going to complain a little bit about the rain, we, yeah. we got nothing really to complain about. I agree with you a hundred percent. But let us know what you're getting into this weekend. Uh, if you are going to venture out into the rain, maybe you got some events going on, maybe you're going to a ball game. Let us know. You can always text us, 304-263-4321. 304-263-4321 is the Panhandle Live text line. And we got to get to a break. We'll be back with more Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the, fan, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, part of the Panhandle story for 75 years. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm from West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. Don't forget, you can always text us on the Panhandle Live text line, 304-263-4321, 304-263-4321. And Marsha, got enough time here for a little bit of a news roundup. That's right. So um, I think probably the big story this weekend will be you know the the rain and that we're going to have AccuWeather on a little uh, later on in this uh, in this show. Uh, I think around uh, nine fifty. Mm-hmm. I, I called them and I'm like eight fifty, and the guy's like, "That's already happened." Yeah, that's an hour ago. <laughs> so, um, so the Morgan Cabin, as we mentioned yesterday, they've postponed their uh, fall festival to um, Columbus Day weekend. So you can read more there. Also, that is going to be a busy weekend. Yeah, it is. Jeez. Um, yeah, Hedgesville's having its Heritage Days. Yep. There's usually a big uh, yard sale over at James Rumsey at the same time. Color Fest is happening in Thurmont. I'm sure I'm missing yeah. a ton. But um, also, if you go on the Morgan Cabin Historical Association page, they have found yet another 
historic site. Like, no way. Yeah. So um, it may actually be another cemetery. I'm going to look so, that up. Anyway. That, um, everything that keeps coming out, everything they keep finding there is so interesting. You know, so... So one of the perks of this job, I love I love that we're talking to all these really bright people. And um, I've got this running thread on Facebook with um, with Matthew Missal Howard mm-hmm. um, and the Morgan County uh, Cabin, Morgan County Cabin, or Morgan Cabin Association. And uh, we're talking about the, the postponement. He's like, oh, by the way, we just discovered this and there are artifacts. You know, I'm. It I'm looks like they, they think it's a uh, potentially a mm-hmm. Native American gravesite. Right. So if I'm walking through that field, do you think I'm looking at any of that? And How many times do you think people just, I mean. Hunters. Hundreds of thousands of times a week. Mm-hmm. People drive past that and right. just have no idea. And they walk through it too. Like you said, it just looks like rocks. Right. And they pick it up and, and obviously they see something that we don't see. Wow. Right. Petra petroglyph, possible petroglyph, whatever that, that is. That's a rock. That just looks like a rock. But it's important. That's so cool. Yeah, it's really neat to uh, chat with Matthew Masol Howard and uh, you know get their uh, get their updates and things. But you know, it's sad that the Morgan Cabin Fall Festival is postponed. But it's uh, but it's, it's not good canceled. Weekend. Exactly, it's going to be a good weekend. I was I was contacting him to say, hey, has anything changed as far as your food vendors or anything like that? He said um, they'll know. You know, when they know, they'll they'll get the word out. So probably the best way if you plan to go and you really should, mm-hmm. I, it's a great festival with all these different reenactors. Is to just uh, follow the Morgan Cabin. Um, association historical association yeah. Facebook page absolutely so, um, also broadband huge deal you know we're trying to bring all these uh, out of staters into our state and let them work remotely and sometimes our broadband lets us down <laughs> um, so <laughs> talking from experience <laughs> <laughs> so um, Al Gage uh, monitors the the Berkeley County meetings and he had a story on Burley uh, or a story this morning. This is a big thing. People, you'd be surprised. People move into the county and they move back out because of this. So that's uh, uh, Council President Doug Copenhaver, and uh, they were outlining their uh, fiber optic plan, basically, mm-hmm. um, to to for the county. Council uh, passed a couple of contracts to provide bo- broadband to every county citizen within a few years, which is that's a that's, big. It's a big promise. That's a big deal, right? Also, uh, related to other things that are important, they set their trick or treat observation the same time as Martinsburg's. It will be October thirty first from six to eight for ages twelve and under. There you go. Big news. That's those are that those are the stories people keep forgetting about about. trick or treat coming up. That is big deal. At a uh, radio station I used to work at a couple years ago, we had uh, every year for Halloween we'd have this huge like document. On, on the computers, uh, that was just all the trick-or-treat times. Right. Every little community had a different one. Every town mm-hmm. had a different one. And people were begging <gasps> for that information. See, we, th- for the past two years, it's been a short list. But right. in the past, we've had Al do like a, like with his voice. And it's just, <laughs> it's such a comforting, like, here's where you can trick-or-treat. He's just got such a great radio news voice. And um, so maybe I'll task him with doing that roundup again <laughs> well you listen it out there you can help us out too let us know when your trick-or-treat times are uh you can always text us 304-263-4321 304-263-4321 yeah uh, we're definitely always looking for the trick-or-treats and kind of <laughs> off topic question okay. here uh, why we got a few seconds to get to our last break what do you think the age cutoff is for trick-or-treating well they that story that al wrote said that they have established established it as 12 and under 
I I think that I think that works. I think twelve is about as old as you need to be. Okay. What do you I think? I don't know. See. Yeah, you don't need like thirty like thirty year old, twenty five no, year olds walking not. around. You know. Of course not. But um, I I don't know. There are some kids. Their level of development is different. That's so you know, if you see a really tall kid, you know, That's th- don't withhold the candy. Let the kid you know have, enjoy. You're right. And sometimes they have. Sometimes the older brother has to take the younger sister out. And, um, you know, is he going to go home empty-handed? No. Of course not. Heck he no. shouldn't. So. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, costumes have definitely changed a <laughs> lot since uh, when I was a kid. We were teasing about this. So, you know, I went antiquing over the weekend with Deb in Lancaster, and they had some of those. Now they're, you know, artifacts. Mm-hmm. The vintage with the little uh, flannel uh, fireproof costumes and yeah. then the plastic <laughs> masks. Yeah. And, and I remember sweating in those because my mom made us wear the coat and then you tried to breathe in the in the mask and it never lined up with my eyes because my face was always small <laughs> so i would try to run and find my brother and it's always like you could hear your breath in the mask <laughs> and then don't get me started on when the elastic breaks oh on the then you're just holding it the whole time and you're suffocating yourself <laughs> Now, I never had to worry about any of that. I always had pretty cool costumes. I think I've showed you yes, a couple of them in the, in the you past. You were a little weatherman. But one of my favorite ones was uh, my parents being like, uh, I think I probably was at that 12, maybe a little older uh-huh. age, like 12 to 13-year-old age. So right at where I probably shouldn't have been trick-or-treating anymore. Uh, but they they were uh, they were like, what are you going to be? I was like, I don't know. And they were like, just wear one of your old baseball, co- baseball uniforms. Oh. I was like, hey, there you go. That worked. Perfect. But yeah, they're a lot different now. Uh, than what they were not too long ago, Marcia. Not yeah, too long those ago. Those were <clears throat> the good old days. That's right. That's right. But text us 304-263-4321. Let us know what your trick-or-treating situation is looking like. If you know, for your neighborhood, for your town, for your community, for your development, you can always text us. 304-263-4321. Now stick around. We'll be back after the break. We'll be speaking with Boys and Girls Club at the Eastern Panhandle's Trina Bartlett here on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live, the voice of the Panhandle. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Hey! <laughs> Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm, I'm Jordan Nice Warner, and giggling next to me <laughs> is Marsha Kavalik. You got all the, the 80s girl action going here. <laughs> We were, we were we grew jamming. Up. That's right. Gotta love the romantics. What I like about you. That's right. So uh, jamming with me is Trina Bartlett. She is uh, the uh, Director of Resource Development and Marketing for the Boys and Girls Club of the Eastern Panhandle. Hot off a big fundraising event last night. Yeah, and the best thing about that fundraising event is that somebody else did it for us. Right? So <laughs> those are the kind of fundraisers I absolutely love. The so, Berkeley County Social Collective, right? Exactly, yeah. Um, Katie at the Berkeley County Social Collective kind of spearheaded this whole event at Black Draft Distillery. And uh, there was a good turnout. I don't have the final numbers yet, but they... Uh, got sponsors for us and then had raffle baskets and an auction at the event. And then people, we ha- I know there were a couple of donations that people just made to the Boys and Girls Club at the event last night. So we just want to do a huge shout out. I think I, it was a fun event. It really, again, for me, it didn't feel like I was at a fundraiser because 
they did all the work. So if mm-hmm. anybody, so my whole point is, if anybody out there <laughs> wants to hold a fundraiser on behalf of the Boys and Girls Club of the Eastern Panhandle, which doesn't require us to do anything, you will be my new BFF. <laughs> and that is what I like about you. That's okay. it. And you had a great night for it last night, too. Oh, it was, it was a little chilly, actually. It was kind of... Um, they had outdoor seating. I yeah, yeah it was outdoor. And toward the end, it was it got a little... Not that I am complaining in any way. I love this weather. And it did not dampen anyone's spirits. Mm-hmm. But it got a little chilly out there, actually, which was good. Well, good thing you had a distillery to kind of warm you up a little bit. There you go. Yeah, that always helps. So that was that was a night... You, you said the numbers aren't quite in yet from that. But um, it, the, it sounds like the Berkeley County Social Collective is out doing really good things. Hopefully we'll... I've not met Katie, uh-huh. so hopefully we can have her on. Oh, I and, think you should definitely get her on. Right. Um, it, it was really interesting because I went to my first meeting, uh, or like a couple weeks into this job. I've only been on this job a month, so a month and two or three days. I don't know. Who's counting? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not trying to... I'm not, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's yeah. not a bad thing. <laughs> it's not like, oh, it's already been a month. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's only been a month. Um, but I went to one of their first meetings, and it was um, very interesting. It seems like it's a lot of more of the small businesses, mm-hmm. and they're very focused on, um, number one, kind of networking and letting people know what's out there, and then number two, supporting the community in any way they can. And I asked somebody when I first got there because the instructions were you have to sit with somebody you don't know. Am I not on the mic enough? No, no, no she you're was fine. Mar- Mar- no, you're Mar- fine. Mar- <laughs> she was giving me a look, and I'm like, no, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm usually uh, I've, I've <laughs> usually got the like voice that carries. And or you can we're hear sitting me. here on rocking chairs. We've done yeah, that. Too. Yeah, we have, we have. So <laughs> yeah, so um, I asked when I went to the event, how is this different than the Chamber of Commerce, which of course is a wonderful organization as well that supports our local businesses, um, and they said, well, there's no fee. <laughs> You don't have to pay to be a member. Yeah, and I think the uh, development, the Berkeley County Development Authority has actually been a sponsor for them to help pay for some of their activities. But, uh, yeah, so it was really kind of nice. They just did a lot of activities to to get people meeting and moving around. And I learned a lot about some of the small businesses that are in our community that I knew nothing about. Because maybe they don't have as big of a marketing budget. Exactly. And it's harder for them to get the word out. Exactly. Um, Some of them, you know, working from their homes or very small areas so exactly so it was it was uh, yeah and i think they meet like the first tuesday of the month or monday yeah tuesday of the month and they coffee meetings a lot of that yeah in the morning mm-hmm. in the morning Ooh, i like that so um yeah. trina bartlett is uh with us she is and i i have to stop and read it because <laughs> you changed gigs director of resource development and marketing for the boys and girls club of the eastern panhandle we just had a segment on talking about all things apple butter festival and i didn't realize that there was um, you know, an activity related to Boys and Girls Club, which obviously has has a unit in Morgan County. Yes, yes. Um, I love I love the Morgan County Boys and Girls Club. If you've never been there, they've got a fairly new facility there, and uh, it's I've already had a chance to go mm-hmm. and hang out with the kids a couple of times there, and it's uh, it's definitely a wonderful place, but. It's also a wonderful um, opportunity to serve young people in our communities. So, yeah, we, um, we're we going to be very involved in the Apple Butter Festival next weekend. And one of the uh, one of the things that just kind of, again, talking about people raising money for us rather than us having to do a lot, uh, got approached by the Chamber of Commerce in Morgan County asking if we wanted to be the beneficiary of any sales of their baked good contests. So they have a baked good contest in the morning, mm-hmm. and then after that's been judged, they actually sell off 
everything people made. And so they've offered to the Boys and Girls Club, and we obviously took them up on that, that we will sell them because we'll get any money from the profit. Wow. So, and then there is also um, a great rubber ducky race where you put um, the little mm-hmm. rubber ducks, mm-hmm. Ernie and Bert and Ernie, if you remember yeah. rubber ducky, uh-huh. one of the, you know, rubber ducky. Rubber ducky, you're, you're so the fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you make that. I don't remember. Yeah, well, I might have missed that one. Oh, you're a real no, good friend of mine. Oh, that my one dad there. used to sing that one to me all the time. <laughs> rubber don't ducky. Don't act like you don't know. You're the one. <laughs> you make that time. Lots of fun. So now the rubber duckies can help raise money That's for right. kids in the panhandle. Absolutely. So, uh, so we'll be selling tickets to get a duck that can race. Um, it's a pretty short race down the run yeah. there by in Berkeley Springs. So, um, and then I think some of our young people in the club are going to be helping direct parking so they can earn some money. So just lots of opportunities that the Morgan County and Berkeley Springs community is giving us to uh, raise some funds. Now, we only got a few minutes left uh, here, Trina, so let people know how they can, you know, get involved with Boys and Girls Club, where they can go to find out information. Mm -hmm. So, probably the best thing to do is just go to our webpage at the Boys and, you know, Google Boys and Girls Club of the Eastern Panhandle, and all of our information is there. Um, You can find us on Facebook, and uh, we're always willing to hear, you know, from people who have an interest in volunteering um, whether it's working with the kids or raising money for us or supporting us in another way, we truly appreciate it. And Trina likes the kind of fundraisers where she can just show up and <laughs> partake and visit. Yeah, <laughs> just hang out. Who doesn't, though? Honestly, who doesn't like that? Now, Trina, before we let you go, we were talking about Halloween costumes there before uh, we brought you on. And Marsha was talking about her, uh, her costume. Ill fitting plastic mask, right. Alaska so what, band. Cool about you. You got any memorable costumes oh, from back in the day? I have so many memorable costumes from back in the day. So are you a big day? Halloween person i love halloween and my husband who's kind of become a grumpy old man yeah it's his favorite holiday too but he doesn't like to dress up he just likes to sit outside and give candy and have all the kids love on him and think he's wonderful because <laughs> he gives some candy but uh yeah so i've had numerous halloween costumes more when i was older yeah um but the one that comes to mind in particular is when i went to college i went to ohio university and if you're at all familiar with ohio university they have a very infamous Halloween party where the entire court street um, shuts down and people in costumes take over and they are the most clever costumes. It's so much fun. Um, And of course I partook in quite a few of the activities when I was in college, but one year my boyfriend and I went as Sonny and Cher. Oh, that's pretty good. So I had the long black wig Mm -hmm. and um, got one of his mom's old dresses from like the 50s or 60s, probably the 60s, like polyester, Uh long, tight fitting. And I just cut this big circle in it because, you know, Cher always Mm -hmm. showed her stomach and... uh, he combed over his hair. So I think that one was by Did far. Did you guys sing? Oh, I, I, I can't sing. You've already heard me sing this morning. But <laughs> yeah, we heard him sing Rupert Ducky. I guess. Yeah, I and, and, and I got what I got about. That's what I like about you. Um, <laughs> so, of course, of course, all night, I've got you, babe. I, that's, I think, all <laughs> yes. I said all night. Huh? That's great. You, babe. That that's couple was one. just walking down the street singing, I got you, babe. <laughs> well, I saw one a couple years ago. It was at a Halloween party also. And um, there was a group of people that walked in with, um, you know, know robes on and a bald head kind of mask they were all dressed up as harry kirshner's oh which i thought was kind of funny they were jumping around how were they received 
I don't think a lot of people understood what it was. They, they, they just thought they were kind of weird looking like Greeks <laughs> yeah. or something with the togas and whatnot until they started, they brought they out the tambourines flowers. and yeah, they brought yeah. tambourines out and started doing circles and stuff. Oh, that was kind of funny. But Trina, thank you for joining us this morning on Panhandle Live. Oh, I'm always happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Stick around for more. We're going to be hearing from AccuWeather to give us our forecast for the weekend and I can give you a little bit of a sneak peek. It's going to rain all the time. So stick around. That's after the break here on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. On WEPN. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kabalik, and joining us on the phone. Hey. Oh. <laughs> Hey, so I don't think anybody's heard anything I just said there, Marsha, huh? I was really trying hard to... I'm sorry about that. Well, <laughs> welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland. Uh, I'm Jordan Dice-Warner, alongside me, Marsha Kabalik, and joining us on the line to uh, let us know what to expect out of this hurricane that's coming up the East Coast is Scott from AccuWeather. How you doing, Scott? Good. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm hoping to not be uh, too wet this weekend. It shouldn't be too bad, but we'll have to uh, watch for some rain moving in this evening. Currently, uh, Hurricane Ian's off the South Carolina coast, 85-mile-an-hour sustained winds, uh, moving rather slowly to the north-northeast at about 10 miles per hour. So regarding our area, it looks like this makes landfall somewhere in northern South Carolina around 3 o'clock this afternoon, maybe even around 4, moves up toward Virginia and uh, the southern parts of our state, by Sunday morning. So this is a long, drawn-out process, uh, which is some good news because when rain moves in this evening, say about, I'm going to call around 7, 8 o'clock this evening, we'll start to see the first initial areas of rain moving in. Looks like right now total amounts, 1 to 2 inches of rain, 2 to 4 inches further south. So this is a long-duration storm lasting probably through Monday. So that's good news. We're not getting it all at one time. Uh, we'll still probably see some localized flooding with this and wind gusts probably around 15 to 25 miles per hour. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the wind. Do we have to, you know, of course, get your patio furniture and everything put away, but do we have to worry about it being so bad that it's going to, like, start damaging houses and things? No, it looks like wind gusts maybe up to 35 miles per hour. So I would secure some things, uh, but I wouldn't worry about any uh, real damage uh, with the wind gusts of about 35. So, Scott, when you said one to two inches of rain, is that for the, the whole three-day period from Friday through Monday? Right. So from our area on northward, there's going to be a less amount of rain. So right through the period starting this evening into uh, Monday afternoon, like I said, one to two inches. But just to our south, we could probably see anywhere up to two to four inches. Wow. Again, we're speaking with Scott from AccuWeather, giving us our forecast for the weekend, which uh, is going to be a lot of rain. And this is kind of an off-script question here, but uh, do you know how much, I guess, does anybody know the totals of rainfall like down in Florida from this hurricane? Yes, so the uh, maximum observed rainfall, uh, if I pronounce this right, right, it's Ponce Inlet in Florida, 31.52 inches of rain from the storm. Wow. Whoa. I can't yeah. even I can't even picture that. I mean, I saw I was I, my TV hasn't came off of uh, Weather Channel for the last couple of days, and uh, the, they had that one static camera that was like on some road uh, on some beach in Florida, and it was six or seven feet up over the up off the ground, and waves yep. were crashing over it. I mean, it looked like it, it was terrifying to watch. Yeah, the actual I think the one observed storm surge was over fourteen feet. So, Oof. 
Goodness. Well, mm-hmm. thankfully, we're not going to have to be dealing with too much of that, just a little rain and a little wind. But, Scott, thank you for joining us on Panhandle Live today. You're welcome. Take care. Take Absolutely. Care. So not as uh, necessarily too bad as I was thinking it was going to be, but still going to get a ton of rain and wind. Right. So, and, and still some things have been canceled and it should be interesting, um, you know, as we've got high school football tonight and mm-hmm. then college football tomorrow, whether this will impact any of the start times. Well, it impacted uh, Frostburg State football yesterday. They had to move their game up to five o'clock yesterday. Because they're playing NC State? Uh, NC or? Pembroke, okay. University of North Carolina Pembroke down, um, I'm assuming in Pembroke, North Carolina. But um, yeah, because the storm, I mean, the I, the new I or whatever you want to say, the center of the storm is going right at them. So they had mm-hmm. to hurry up and get that one done. But I haven't heard anything about things getting canceled yet or postponed game-wise. Um, our Panhandle game of the week in Hedgesville is still on. And then, of course, the Shepherd game up in Shippensburg tomorrow. Uh, is still on too. So fingers crossed that uh, nobody, nobody, no games get postponed. Well, now I'm thinking about it. Was it Katrina? One of the hurricanes. Um, I played it, a football game in it. Did you? Yeah. When it when it eventually got up here, uh, I can't remember. I was maybe Ivan. I was in JV football. Mm-hmm. That had put me in 2007, I guess. Okay. 2006, somewhere around there. Um, but yeah, that was uh, crazy. So hopefully nothing's uh, postponed or anything. But if you out there listening come across any info on games or events or anything getting postponed this weekend due to the weather, you could always text us whether we're on the air or off the air, 304-263-4321, 304-263-4321. So how did your uh, coach's show go last night? It went know, great. Did you guys, I'm sure you talked about it on the sports line. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, no, it was awesome. Uh, it was a good crowd out of Captain Bender's there. Uh, it's burger night every Thursday uh, mm-hmm. when we do the coach show, the Ernie McCook show over on 95.9 The Big Dog. Uh, and the burger for the burger special yesterday was the chicken parm burger. Mm. And it was delicious. It was filling. My goodness. That's Did the it thing. have chicken and beef? So it had a burger that had a small chicken breast, enough to like fit on the burger mm-hmm. and everything. And then the marinara and stuff on top. It was good. And the cheese. Wow. Yeah, and the cheese. I can't remember what two weeks ago was. Uh, that was super good too. Do you eat the food it over after? Here is great. Do you eat yeah. It? Okay. Because uh, I'm just I'm a messy eater. The last thing I well need that would is, be a messy sandwich. Yeah. Too. The last thing I need is for you know all the papers. So I got like twelve different sheets of paper in front of me mm-hmm. with questions and stats and are stuff. Are they so laminated? Gonna, they are not laminated. Oh yeah. I've been off my lamination game. Yeah yeah. I've been off my lamination game recently. It's because I don't know if that thing works or not. <sighs> you got to get back on. You know, it's like a bike. It is like a bike. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to be doing much of that this weekend, too. That's for sure. Right. At least outside. I'd be on my inside biking game. So we've had the, like the, and I, I tease, I'm, you know, exaggerating, but there are like four days when I feel like working in the garage, you know, cleaning and stuff. <laughs> this weekend be just, a good one in the rain. Well, with the rain, I've been, mm. it's been so mild that I've been organizing and, uh, and that's been lovely, but then, you know, it's going to rain. I'm, uh, it's going to be napping weather. Oh, no one's going to feel It's like going to be big time napping weather. <laughs> Big time that weather. And uh, I am I was c- considering going down to Baltimore Sunday during the day because there's a big bike race happening down there. But the more I look at this weather. Will Baltimore be affected, though? I think so. I'm sure. How can okay. it not, I guess, right? I don't know. I don't pay uh, as much attention to Baltimore during these events. I don't either. I Sorry. Don't either. No, Oof, I don't mean rain today, like... tonight, tomorrow. <laughs> they okay. might be getting more rain than we are. So may- maybe not the bike Oof. race. It's supposed to rain in Baltimore Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So if you're looking oh, to go to Tuesday the city. also? Yeah, if you're looking to go to the city this weekend, bring your rain jacket. Bring your galoshes. Wow. Yeah. And it's going to be chillier, too. Yeah, it's in mid, it's mid to like low fall. 60s. But then it's going to get nice next week, too. Back into that autumn, fall yeah. weather. 
Well, you got even. Well, you just kind of gave us your plans a little bit there. So it's just going to be <laughs> hanging out at the crib. Maybe, and and I I think I've heard on maybe uh, a a good source that. Someone in my family might be going to the football game at Marshall. No way. If it's, if it's not um, canceled. That would be cool. <laughs> I would. Lo- I cannot wait to hear. Uh, can't wait to hear that. Can't wait so, to hear her experience. From right. That. So hopefully, hopefully things will go well down there and they won't get canceled because of rain. And um, yeah, so she actually, when her dad was there, they, they watched two soccer games. She was. I'm just, know, it's just so, about it. it's so cool to, you know, <laughs> See, once you find, once somebody finds their spot, I guess, it's fun to see how they kind of blossom uh-huh. once they find their, you know, where they're comfortable and where they like to be or want to be. It's very neat. Right. But a very neat uh, character arc, I yeah, guess you can say. It, yes. And she went to, they had a, um, a career fair for interns and she's not old enough yet to intern there the mm-hmm. way their process works. But she, she went anyway, got really dressed up and stuff. And so it was a really good experience. And she said, mom. They had swag. Yeah. I got all kinds of pens. <laughs> yeah. That's the best thing about college stuff. They're always giving you free things. Right. These were businesses. Like, Just uh, make sure she knows, because right. this happened, not to me, but it happened to my sister when she got to college, uh, or I think it was her freshman year. Uh, all of a sudden, the uh, credit cards start popping up uh, out of nowhere, oh, yeah. because they always have those credit card things on campus, that and they trick you. That was happening in the 80s, mm-hmm. by the way. And they I trick you. Yeah. Yeah. They uh they must have they must have one look at me and be like nah your credit score ain't it so we ain't it's gonna the, get they you they never it. approached you <laughs> they're like nah we you ain't getting any money from us mm. they're like hey you're probably smart probably a smart way to do that uh, but, but yeah. yeah the the uh, state auditor's office was had a representative there and I said oh by the way guess who we talked to today <laughs> the state auditor that's right so um yeah. They have all those. The seat of government is about an hour away from Marshall, so that's true. They recruit heavily for interns. That's true. So. Well, if you missed any of the show today, you can always listen back to it a little bit later on over on our Panhandle Live Facebook and Spotify page. Uh, we had the- Jules Roan mm-hmm. from the Apple Butter Festival on to talk, uh, which again is going to be moved, to, or which is coming up on Columbus Day. Uh, it was not moved yet, mm-hmm. Columbus Day weekend. And of course, we had Director of Resource Development and Marketing of the Boys and Girls Club of the Eastern Panhandle, Trina Bartlett. Uh, Impact show. Game of the week, week tonight is uh, Hedgesville and Spring Mills. It'll be right here on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network, around seven o'clock. So tune in for that. Uh, hopefully, you don't get rained on this weekend. So if you don't want to go to the game, stay dry. Tune in here. But Marsha, have a good weekend. You for Marsha, for Jordan, I'm Jordan. This has been Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Have a good one. We will talk to you Monday. and WCST Berkeley Springs, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here too.